welcome to the Michael Rivero What Really Happened radio program. Welcome to our show today. It is Wednesday, March 8th, 2023, middle of the weekday, hump day, starting that long, slow glide down to Powhana Friday and whatever insanity is in store for us. And it does seem to be getting more and more out of control. Uh, I think utter chaos is, uh, you know, reigning across the entire planet right now. Anyway, it's another very busy news day, and uh, we're going to get through as much of it as we can before it's time to open up the phone lines for your comments, questions, observations, and opinions. Mike is in our control room room taking care of business so let's get right on into it uh starting with a little bit of news from uh, east palestine ohio norfolk southern has now agreed they will pay for the temporary relocation of residents until the cleanup is done of course if this turns out to be a repeat of the times beach missouri situation the relocation is going to be uh, uh permanent and uh once again underscoring the utter failure of the department of transportation there's been another derailment today this one in oklahoma fortunately nobody was hurt no hazmat situation on that one all righty getting on back to tucker carlson he uh, came on last night uh, uh, following up on his Monday expose of the uh, of the lies from the January 6th uh, uh, committee. And uh, he, he basically pointed out something that I'd kind of noticed myself. You know, uh, 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 Tucker Carlson uh, and, uh, you know, the defendants in January 6th uh, gulags uh, are getting no support from Republicans. Now, remember, this whole thing was over that stolen election issue. And, uh, you know, we're seeing Republicans like Mitch McConnell come on out and, you know, uh, attack uh, Tucker Carlson and attack Fox News. And uh, just, uh, you know, uh, both Democrats and Republicans seem to be united against the right of we the people to know the truth. Okay, the way this country is supposed to work, if you go back to that Fourth Amendment, okay, as private citizens, the government is not supposed to know every fine detail of our lives, but we are supposed to know every detail of what the government is doing with our money and our children because they in theory, work for us. Obviously, present-day Washington, D.C. Uh, has developed the uh, idea that they're royalty and that uh, they are above the laws and so forth. And... Uh, you know, we now know that, uh, you know, there have been advance warnings that there might be some kind of uh, uh, upset at the Capitol building. And uh, the Capitol Police were not given any kind of a warning. In fact, there's a video that's out on social media of the Capitol Police saying, you know, we were set up. Nobody told us this was going to be like this. And who was in charge of the Capitol Police? Nancy Pelosi. Okay. Now, Mitch McConnell, as I said before, is out there bashing Donald Trump and saying, oh, you you." You've, how dare you question the official story? I mean, how, how, how dare you? But it turns out the reason Republicans and Democrats are united on this is they actually did want something to uh, disrupt the proceedings uh, of the, uh, uh, the day. Okay, and what they were really concerned about was that during the hearing, you were going to have a lot of Democrats get up and talk about the obvious indications of election fraud, and they wanted to avoid that. So this whole incident was staged not only to demonize Donald Trump, demonize his supporters, uh, but to basically prevent anybody from being able to stand up there and say, you know, there is something very crooked about this election. Now, getting on back to the QAnon shaman he has clearly uh, been the victim of a kangaroo court, and, uh, you know, he was portrayed in the media as this, you know, uh, a violent, crazy person. And uh, the footage that Tucker Carlson aired on Monday clearly shows him being escorted through the Capitol building by police going past other police who apparently are unconcerned with his rather unusual uh, appearance. One police officer appeared to try and open a door that was locked for him. And so, uh, you know, he was peaceful the whole time. There's no video showing him engaging in any kind of act of violence. And yet he was sentenced to something like four years in prison just for showing up. And, uh, you know, I hope his uh, attorneys uh, are going to uh, basically go to court and say, look, the prosecutors in the original case violated the Brady rule. Okay, in that they did not provide exculpatory evidence in their possession to the defense counsel. 
And uh, that's true for pretty much everybody who has been sentenced to a prison term or probation or whatever in this January 6th situation. Now, the other lie that Tucker Carlson uh, 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 exposed was the situation of Officer Brian Sicknick. Now, the official story approved by the government is that he was killed by being struck in the head with a fire extinguisher by one of those violent Trump supporters. And yet the uh, video shows Brian Sicknick apparently walking around perfectly fine doing his job long after the time when the official story says he was dead. And going on back, uh, there are some stories. Uh, uh, this is from NPR all the way back in 2021. Uh, Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick died of natural causes, the medical examiner rules. Uh, Sicknick died after suffering strokes. The Office of Chief Medical Examiner, Dr. Francisco Diaz, said in a report. This was in 2021. So the January 6th committee had to know the real cause of death of Brian Sicknick, and they went on out and said, oh, he was struck in the head with a uh, fire extinguisher, and they're still saying it. On social media, all, all of these Democratic shills are out there saying Brian Sicknick was murdered by one of those Trump supporters here. And, you know, <clears throat> I, I guess it beats working at a fast food restaurant to, to be this kind of idiotic here. And uh, let's see, uh, uh, there, there were several other of these articles confirming natural causes, and I posted them at whatreallyhappened.com. Now, there was a Rasmussen report. Poll. Now, this was released last week before the airing of Tucker Carlson's show on Monday. And even back then, uh, 61% of Americans think it's likely that undercover federal agents provoked the riot at the U.S. Capitol. Okay, that's a very large number, and in light of all the uh, videos that are now uh, dancing all over social media, uh, and for the foreign media uh, as well, uh, more that number is going to definitely go up here. And there's another article. This is from uh, StephenHornLocals.com, and it confirms that undercover Metropolitan Police Department employees acted as agent provocateurs on January 6th. And there's another video that's on social media. It's on Twitter. In fact, I, I uh, uh, posted it to my account uh, or reposted it, whatever. And uh, it, it shows obvious police people changing into Trump gear, shirts, hats, and so forth and so on, obviously intending uh, to, uh, you know, go undercover to cause mischief here. So uh, this is continuing to grow, and hopefully Tucker Carlson is going to uh, survive all the pressure being put on him uh, to shut the heck up. Same uh, with Rupert Murdoch, and I can imagine there's all kinds of threats coming on down. I mean, if you go back and you look at the Franklin scandal, you know, where there was this documentary uh, about this uh, child molestation ring. Uh, it involved, uh, uh, it went to the White House, it went to Boys Town, and this documentary was going to air, and politicians went to uh, PBS and said, uh, um, no, not PBS. Well, they went to the channel that was going to air this thing, the network that was going to air, and said, if you air this, we will write laws that will drive you out of business. And so, uh, you know, the, the documentary was uh, uh, not aired. Uh, some unknown party bought up all the v VHS copies of the documentary, and nobody knows where they went. Fortunately, an editor's work tape survived, and that is uh, also to be found on social media. All righty. Now, the Biden regime is retaliating against Elon Musk for the Twitter files releases. And uh, the White House is demanding uh, that Elon Musk identify all the journalists given access to Twitter files. Now, this is a clear violation of the law. The White House can't simply demand that you turn over records. If there is a criminal investigation, then you have to have a warrant. OK, again, for Fourth Amendment is right out there. And, uh, you know, uh, the Federal Trade Commission uh, uh, is out there saying that he, he has to provide the names of journalists and uh, other stuff that's protected by the First and Fourth Amendments. So uh, remember that old saying we had on the coffee mug in the What Really Happened store? The fastest way to bring down a democracy is to force it to act like one where everybody can see it. And that is what is happening right here today. 
Now, yesterday we reported on an article that said uh, Durham's investigation uh, had cost a lot of money and accomplished pretty much nothing. It turns out that was also a piece of propaganda. And uh, John Durham has laid out a good chunk of the case he's building. Uh, He's revealed the outlines of a corrupt conspiracy by operatives linked to Hillary Clinton's presidential campaign. He is sending this to Attorney General Merrick Garland. Apparently, he's been sending material to Attorney General Merrick Garland. And Merrick Garland is the roadblock uh, keeping this from proceeding to an actual indictment. And now they're trying to put out propaganda uh, so that uh, when uh, they shut down John Durham, they're going to say, well, he wasn't doing anything anyway, so uh, no big deal. Yeah, it is a big deal. That claim that he's uh, doing absolutely nothing is, again, part of the uh, spin cycle coming out of uh, Washington, D.C. Okay, now, Jim Jordan has hit the former White House disinformation czar with a subpoena. And uh, this was the former head of Biden administration's short-lived disinformation governance board, a.k.a., you know, Big Brother, and Nina Jankowitz, and she's been hit with a subpoena because she has not been responding to requests for information. And uh, Jankowitz was a huge fan of Christopher Steele, uh, who wrote that uh, ridiculous uh, 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 Trump dossier that was discredited. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Nina Jankowitz uh, was one of the people casting doubt on the Hunter Biden laptop story, and uh, she resigned from her position last May. Uh, she previously served as a disinformation fellow at the Wilson Center and advised the Ukrainian Foreign Ministry as part of the Fulbright Clinton Public Policy Fellowship. So she's neck deep in all of that stuff. All right, let's get to COVID. There's a lot of things happening there. Uh, Over in Italy, uh, they used to be very pro-vaccine. Now they've done a 180, and there is an Italian television program Corto TG, uh, that documents the disastrous effects of the COVID vaccine. The show spotlights the uptick in cases of shingles, uh, fulminant leukemia, and, of course, myocardia, uh, and pericar- uh, myocarditis and pericarditis. And uh, the common thread connecting these diseases is the disruption of the body's immune system. These mRNA vaccines reprogram people's immune functions, increasing the risk of infection, cancers, tumors, and various autoimmune disorders. And remember last week we had a story where somebody had documented that people getting the mRNA vaccines were seeing their white blood cell counts decline. And those white blood cells are your first line of defense against a possible disease here. All righty. Now... article out of uns.com and uh, basically talking about how these supposed safe and effective mRNA vaccines caused more COVID cases and more deaths than the virus itself. This is a repeat of the 1976 swine flu debacle. And uh, let's see, let's uh, set Pfizer's on kill here. There is a major lawsuit against Big Pharma And uh, Pfizer is being sued for a total of $3 trillion for lying to the public about uh, the efficacy and safety of their vaccine products. Now, all the pharmaceutical companies enjoy legal indemnity uh, for harm caused by their products. They could put Drano in there and you couldn't do anything about it. But when they're caught engaging in criminal behavior... Uh, then the indemnity is gone and they can be taken to court. We saw that happen with Purdue Pharmaceutical and the, and the opioid crisis where Purdue was literally trying to uh, uh, financially incentivize doctors and hospitals helping to addict people to these highly addictive opioid drugs here. All right, there is uh, a, uh, a bill uh, just been cleared by the House Intelligence Committee And uh, uh, the Senate has also approved it that would declassify all information on the COVID-19 origin, which I hope would go back to all of that funding coming from the United States that went to Wuhan, China for the gain of function research. 
Now, a former New York Times science editor has ripped Dr. Fauci for repeatedly seeking to discredit the lab leak theory just days after newly released emails showed that the former White House chief medical advisor commissioned a paper early in the pandemic intended to disprove that. Okay, and uh, this is coming from Nicholas Wade, who also served as an editor for the journals Nature and Science. He was testifying before the House Select Committee on the coronavirus pandemic. There's a lot of stuff coming out in those hearings, by the way. Uh, Just amazing stuff. And uh, so, yeah, it's starting to come on out here. Now, uh, before that uh, uh, select subcommittee on the coronavirus pandemic, Uh, The committee is chaired by Representative Brad Wenstrup. One of the witnesses testifying was Dr. Robert Redfield, and uh, he was one of the people who early on said uh, that it it looked artificial, then he kind of backed off. Now he's gone back to his original thing, saying that COVID-19 is an unnatural agent. It most likely came from a laboratory situation. Okay, and... uh, Uh, Redfield uh, also believes that U.S. taxpayer money from the National Institutes of Health, the State Department, USAID, and the Department of Defense were spent in the creation of COVID-19. Okay, and uh, uh, yeah, they they paid for this thing. They're they're building biological weapons to fight World War III with. Okay, and uh, Redfield went on to basically say uh, that, uh, you know, the government was funding all this research. He said there were several suspicious events uh, occurring at the Wuhan Institute of Virology in the months preceding the epidemic. Uh, And uh, one is uh, uh, they deleted the sequences, which is highly irregular. Researchers don't like to do that. The second thing they did is they changed the command and control from civilian to military. So this gives credence to the idea that uh, this research uh, is intended to produce a biological weapon for use in World War III. And somebody dropped a test tube, and we had the panic over this uh, COVID-19. And Gal got to wear masks, which did absolutely no good. And we got these mRNA vaccines, which have caused a lot more harm than good here. Now, one of the issues that came out recently is how much money these pharmaceutical companies are making selling a product that was you know, funded uh, by the U.S. taxpayer. The research and development of these uh, vaccines was funded by the U.S. taxpayer. Why is, are the profits from these vaccines not being returned to the U.S. Treasury? Well, Moderna's CEO, uh, uh, Stefan Bansell, uh, basically said, no, 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 no. That, that this was all private investors that actually paid for this research. We used the taxpayer money for something completely unrelated, and therefore we are entitled uh, to uh, keep uh, the uh, proceeds, the profits from the uh, shots here. And uh, by the way, Moderna is planning to raise the price of its shots from uh, up to about $110 to $130 per dose. So they're just raking in the dough. Little bit of good news. The Biden administration is getting ready to relax COVID-19 testing restrictions for travelers from China. Could happen as soon as this Friday. And uh, the restrictions were put in place uh, December 28th, took effect on January 5th among a surge of infections in China. Now that's going down and they're going to back off on the testing. Okay, getting into the international news, things are getting very, very tense. Uh, As of now, the Wagner Group of Mercenaries has full control of the eastern half of the town of Bakhmut. And uh, Russian forces made more than uh, 30 uh, uh, attacks. Um, They're they're saying they were unsuccessful. Uh, And uh, let's see, Russian losses in back. They're basically saying Russia's still losing, even though they're in control of the eastern part of the city. And uh, the Russian defense minister uh, is saying that Bakhmut is an important city because if they can establish a base of operations there, it's going to make uh, military operations throughout Ukraine that much easier in the logistics sense. And another story coming on out of Press TV is saying NATO is warning that Bakhmut may fall in the next few days. But rest assured, Russia's being defeated and uh, your tax money was well spent. We got to take a break for commercials and we'll be right back. 
Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. In times like these, you can't depend on the government to keep you warm and fed, but you can depend on the Vermont Bun Baker to do just that. With the Vermont Bun Baker, you'll never be in a situation where you can't cook, bake, fry, boil water, or heat your home all at the same time. One of the most revolutionary cook stoves, wood stoves ever, the Vermont Bun Baker is available with or without soapstone veneer, a natural stone that retains heat and radiates it back into the room once the fire is out. A beautiful addition to your home, the Vermont Bun Baker has an efficiency rating well above 75% and qualifies for the wood stove tax credit. For more information, watch the Vermont Bun Baker on YouTube and live stream or visit us at www.vermontwoodstove.com. You can also reach us by calling 1-866-SOAPSTONE. Don't ever be hungry or cold because the power's gone out. With a Vermont Bun Baker... All you have to worry about is what's for dinner. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we have been building our online store. Well, we have been focusing on bringing you the best talk show host in the country. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we also want our listeners to have products they can use every day and in times of emergency. We have added new products each week to our store. Your support of this network plus products at the best prices, is a win-win situation. Check out our new store. Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org, and click on the online store located at the top of our website. Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on our online store, or call us. 800-724-2719, extension 3. 800-724-2719, extension 3. Born in the city with a silver spoon. Great-grandson of the oil tycoon. Raised by wolves, thinks he owns the moon. Socialist banker to the one-world goons. Davy. Rockefeller, chairman of the CFR. Under Welcome back to our show here. We're talking about the international news. We're talking about Russia and Ukraine. And there's a very intriguing story that came out of global research uh, up in Canada. And uh, apparently, uh, David Ignatius, who is a spokesperson for the U.S. State Department, has been called in by Secretary of State Antony Blinken to convey an urgent new message to President Vladimir Putin, the Security Council, and the General Staff in Moscow. Now, according to this report, okay, Washington is offering terms of concession to Russia's security objectives explicitly and directly, and the Ukrainians will not be included in that uh, exchange of ideas. And uh, to me, it sounds like the U.S. is realizing that the war in Ukraine is not going to be won by Ukraine, and they're looking for an exit strategy, you know, where they can say, well, we're leaving, but we're leaving with dignity or some such nonsense like that. All righty. Now, <clears throat> uh, we all remember uh, uh, Seymour Hersh's story about the destruction of the uh, Nord Stream pipeline. 
And, uh, of course, it uh, produced a tremendous reaction from Washington, D.C., second only to that, to, to the Tucker Carlson show on Monday here. And then all of a sudden we're seeing all these stories about, well, there may be, you know, uh, intelligence is saying uh, that uh, there were these uh, pro-Ukrainian people not really under the control of Kiev, and they took this fishing boat on out there, and uh, they, they're the ones who blew up the pipeline. They're basically throwing a lot of chafe into the air to try and confuse the issue. And uh, they're really not... Uh, uh, fooling anybody because this is article uh, from Truthseeker uh, saying, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, weak intelligence and no, no source, no credit, and uh, uh, there's nothing to back up this idea of, uh, you know, pro-Ukrainian terrorists and so forth and so on. And uh, over in uh, Russia, uh, the officials there are saying, yeah, this is just trying to throw more dust into the air to hide the real uh, uh, perpetrators here. And, uh, you know, they're saying, oh, it's this fishing boat owned by some U- Ukrainians or this yacht. And, uh, you know, no way would it be the USS Kearsarge, which was the U.S. amphibious assault ship, uh, which trained mine removals near where the pipelines were just days before they blew up. So I guess the problem for the White House was how to deflect blame for the destruction of the Nord Stream 2 pipeline away from Biden while not giving an excuse for Russia to escalate the war. So the new officially sanctioned story is rogue Ukrainian naval divers blew up the pipeline. Small problem. Ukraine doesn't have naval divers. They don't even have a navy. So we don't know where that one's going to come from here. And, uh, yeah, the motto of the U.S. government is, if at first you don't succeed, lie, lie again. All righty. Moscow is also saying that uh, the uh, leaking of all these uh, alternate theories and explanations, you know, uh, are are coming from those who don't want a, a formal legal official probe into the pipeline sabotage. So far, uh, you know, there has not been uh, an investigation. Russia is not allowed to investigate what happened to their own pipeline. And uh, so, you know, it, it's just uh, there's obviously a cover up here. OK. And um, so uh, let's see. Um, now we can skip over that part. All right. Uh, Now, down in uh, Russian Georgia, the Black Sea country of Georgia, uh, the opposition party leader, uh, who's uh, anti-Russian, Levan Kabashvili, called for revolutionary changes three times in a recent speech. And uh, it sounds to me like uh, the U.S. may be planning a color revolution uh, to pull that country into the Ukraine war on the side of the West. And, uh, you know, because they're woefully short of allies over there. Uh, But anytime you start seeing an opposition leader, you know, all of a sudden having a lot of money and everything, uh, you know, has anybody seen Victoria Newland in that part of the world lately? Okay, Uh, Germany's defense minister said that permanently deploying German troops on the NATO eastern flank is an issue to be decided uh, by NATO and not by Berlin. Uh, The long-term deployment of a German brigade to Lithuania uh, is up to NATO here. Meanwhile, uh, there's another article saying that Germany is already struggling uh, to meet its NATO obligations. All of those countries have sent so many weapons and so much ammunition into Ukraine, uh, their own stockpiles are drawn down. Uh, They're militarily in a very weak situation, despite all the money that's been sucked out of the population and uh, fed to the war machine. And uh, so Germany is uh, saying, well, you know, we've got to rearm and rebuild and uh, tax our people uh, because uh, right now we can't meet our NATO obligations. Okay, uh, we're, let's see, one more quick story. Uh, The UK-led Ukraine Arms Fund is plagued by delays. They're having trouble getting the money over there. We're going to take another break for commercials, and we'll be right back.
You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee, it's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted, it's one of the best beans that we can get, and you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to T-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try Hemp Paste for the price of a cup of coffee. HempPaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at RepublicBroadcasting.org and visit HempPaste.com slash RBN. Some are maxed out all their credit cards. Some are working two jobs and living in cars. Minimum wage won't pay for a roof, won't pay for a drink. If you gotta have proof, distract yourself, Mr. CEO. See how far 5.15 an hour will go. Take a part-time job at one of your stores. I bet you can't make it here And welcome back to our show. We're talking about Ukraine, and uh, there was a joint survey conducted by The Economist magazine and the pollster YouGov, and it's showing that support for continuing to send aid to Ukraine is in decline across the entire West. Uh, everybody is tired of, uh, you know, all of our money going to Ukraine, which is shaping up to be another uh, military disaster. And uh, there's another article along the same line from the Libertarian Institute saying the American people must draw red lines now, okay, because you've got Washington and NATO are escalating their war with Russia. Uh, The White House appears to have blown up the Nord Stream 2 pipelines in a blatant act of war against Russia, not to mention Germany and our European allies. Now, the CIA is reportedly conducting sabotage attacks on Russian infrastructure. The Pentagon has tacitly endorsed Kiev's drone strikes hundreds of miles deep inside the Russian mainland. Now, Kiev is demanding hundreds of tanks, and uh, so this thing is clearly escalating. And at some point, the American people are going to have to stand up, you know, 
and say enough is enough. And we are seeing massive protests all around the world where people are telling their governments, look, you spend our money on us. Okay, and, you know, enough of this thing. You know, NATO is not our problem. Uh, Rather, uh, Ukraine is not our problem. We we have no business over there whatsoever. And, uh, you know, if the corporations want to go into Ukraine, let them spend their money and send their children into battle. Leave the rest of us alone here. Now, we're starting to see uh, the NATO-Russia confrontation uh, spread out from Ukraine. That was uh, to be uh, uh, expected. And uh, apparently we're, we're seeing this revival of colonialism uh, because the West is seeking to take control over African and Latin American resources. And uh, uh, so that's, you know, the imperialist colonialist aspect of the, uh, uh, of the war. All right. Down in Israel, Israeli forces killed six Palestinians in a daytime raid in Jenin, and it's the latest raid in that city. The operation started around three in the afternoon when an undercover Israeli unit was discovered in the Jenin refugee camp. Large military reinforcements followed with dozens of armored vehicles, military helicopters, snipers, drones, and bulldozers used in the raid. Now, uh, getting on back to Hawara, uh, dozens of Palestinians were wounded during the uh, attack on the town of uh, Hawara. And uh, Palestinian children were included among the, uh, the victims there. And uh, here's an interesting little article. This came out of Mondo Weiss. And uh, the headline reads, Palestinians are animals, why many Jewish Israelis approve of the settler pogrom. And uh, it is, unfortunately, a sad aspect of the uh, uh, Israeli mindset uh, that they are superior, that they are, pardon the expression, the master race, and everybody exists, else exists to serve them. And uh, it's been one of the uh, areas of friction that has led to so much uh, uh, unhappiness <clears throat> over the last couple of millennia here. So, uh, you know, they're, they're, it's an attitude problem is really what it is. Now, out in Hollywood, uh, actor Mark Ruffalo says it's time to sanction the Israeli government. And he strongly condemned calls by Israeli finance minister Bezalel Smotrich to wipe out the town of Huwara. And uh, basically, uh, Rufalo went on his official Twitter account to say that Israeli officials and the right-wing government led by Netanyahu should be denied entry visas to the United States. And he says they're saying the quiet part out loud. It's time to sanction the new hard-right government of Netanyahu. And uh, I think he just ended his career in Hollywood. But it takes courage to do that. It takes courage to do that. Now, there's a new scandal emerging regarding the botched withdrawal from Afghanistan, you know, the the Biden-stan situation here. Um, uh, There was this Marine. uh, He was a, a sniper, Sergeant Tyler Vargas Andrews. Uh, was testifying before the House Foreign Affairs Committee how his team deployed to Hamid Karzai International Airport, and they were tracking a man whom intelligence officials believed was a suicide bomber throughout the entirety of the day leading up to the explosion, but he was not given permission to take the suicide bomber out. And, of course, when the bomb exploded, uh, you know, 13 Marines and a bunch of other people uh, were, were killed and injured. And what was really interesting is uh, uh, this uh, sniper said, I asked Intel guys why he wasn't apprehended sooner since we had a full description. I was told the asset could not be compromised. Okay, so what makes this suicide bomber an asset? Okay, there's something very weird about that. Okay. Now, you know how you can manufacture a suicide bomber? Okay, is you say, uh, here, I'm going to give you $100 if you'll take this box of cookies and deliver it to this address. And inside the box of cookies is a bomb. And uh, I'll pay you the 100 bucks when you get back. Okay, so that's how that's one way to create a suicide bomber. Uh, The House is getting ready to vote on the War Powers Resolution introduced by Representative Matt Gaetz. Uh, They've already had the debate. The uh, actual vote is probably going to happen in the next hour. And uh, uh, there still may be time to contact your representative 
uh, and say, uh, yes, we need to get out of Syria. Uh, the the uh, House switchboard operator is at 202-224-3121. The U.S. currently has about 900 troops stationed in eastern Syria. Uh, they're backing the Kurdish-led SDF in the region. Uh, therefore, the U.S. is uh, in control of about one-third of the country, and they are looting it for Syrian oil which is trucked off into Iraq. Uh, the Congressional Progressive Caucus is urging a yes vote on the Syria War Powers Resolution. And uh, uh, the CPC circulated that message to its 100 members in the House. And uh, uh, apparently uh, last year there was a bill uh, to terminate the unauthorized military presence, uh, and 130 House Democrats voted yes for that last year. So there may be hope that this is actually going to pass. The downside is Biden can veto it, and he probably will. All right, getting on back to Syria itself, uh, Syria has said that the Israeli airstrike that hit the Aleppo International Airport has halted all aid flights into the city that are needed for earthquake relief. The strike hit the airport early in the morning yesterday, about one month after that devastating earthquake uh, destroyed Aleppo, uh, a city that's already been struggling to rebuild after years of war due to U.S. sanctions that are specifically designed to prevent Syria's reconstruction. In a statement, the Syrian Transport Ministry said the aid flights would be rerouted to airports in Damascus and Latakia. Uh, the Syrian foreign ministry called the strike a double crime because it hit a civilian airport and a key channel for the arrival of earthquake aid. Okay. Now, Lloyd Austin is currently in Iraq, and he's saying that U.S. forces are there to stay. We're going to garrison the country and, uh, you know, protect our uh, you know, U.S. friendly government that's currently in there. The U.S. currently has about 2,500 troops based in Iraq uh, to help the Iraqi government fight against supposedly ISIS, maybe fighting against the Iraqi people. And uh, meanwhile, Iraqi resistance and political groups uh, have taken the strong exception uh, to Lloyd Austin's announced visit to Baghdad and Washington's intent to continue uh, the military occupation uh, inside Iraq under the pretext of preserving its stability. So, oh, goody, everybody, we're going to have yet another war in Iraq. It'll be fun, won't it? Okay. All right. Uh, a Hungarian parliamentary delegation visited Sweden yesterday and expressed support for the country's bid to join NATO, but also told Swedish officials to stop telling lies about Hungary. And... Uh, uh, Ksaba Hende, the deputy speaker of Hungary's parliament, led the delegation and said most members of the government support expanding NATO into Sweden. But Hende also accused Swedish officials of spreading false information about Hungary. And he said it would be good if in the future Swedish politicians, members of government, would avoid portraying Hungary in a false light by eluding an absence of rule of law that is clearly based on untrue facts. Okay. In other words, we'll get you into NATO if you shut the heck up about what we're doing. Now, here is a good article. It came out of the Wall Street Journal, which is starting to apparently do hard news here. And uh, it's basically saying uh, that the U.S. continues to plot against China and provoke a war over there, but the U.S. is not ready for a great power conflict. OK, uh, again, going back to Ukraine and all these other wars the U.S. has been involved in over the last three decades, you know, our weapons are worn out. Our stockpiles are drawn down. Our new weapons are very expensive pieces of junk. F-35, uh, the uh, Gerald R. Ford, uh, the F-22 uh, and the, the uh, Freedom and Independence class littoral ships, which are they're, they're scrapping that whole program and going back to the drawing board. And. Uh, you know, we cannot take on both Russia and China, let alone Iran, which is apparently blowing in the wind there. Okay, now there's an interesting story. This is out of the Daily Mail. 
And it's saying China has been accused of cutting the Internet to one of Taiwan's outlying islands as part of its latest intimidation tactic to force reunification. Now, this may just be war talk and China bashing, because according to this other article from uh, Zero Hedge, apparently uh, some of the cables that connect Taiwan's uh, main island to the Matsu Islands uh, are are very uh, shallow. Uh, Some of them are only six feet deep. And apparently they're going back to February 2nd. There have been incidents of fishing boats and and, uh, larger ships, uh, you know, simply severing the cables. So we don't really know uh, how intentional this is. Now, if China really wanted to cut Taiwan off of the Internet, they're going to have to deal with 14 undersea fiber optics cables. Okay, and they provide 95 percent of the island's data and voice traffic. The rest is going over satellites. Now, as far as the Matsu Islands, uh, they have reestablished their Internet connection using a microwave relay system. So they're not going to be able to uh, cut that. Now, according to South Korea's intelligence agency, North Korea could soon test a new solid-fueled ICBM. Now, why is this important? Well, in the early days of, uh, you know, the Cold War and everything, ICBMs were liquid-fueled rockets. And uh, the problem was that, you know, if you're going to go to war, you have to take the time to fuel those rockets, which takes quite a bit of time to get, to get ready. Whereas a solid fuel rocket, you, you can say launch, hit the button, and they are gone. And uh, so it's a matter of timing. And uh, in a nuclear exchange, seconds count. They definitely, definitely count. And uh, this uh, gets back to something else I was saying before. This is coming from the most important news. Widespread civil unrest is suddenly erupting all over the globe. And we have been seeing it. There are the uh, pension uh, riots in France. Uh, There are uh, anti-war protests uh, all over the place. Um, Nitrate riots uh, in uh, Europe. Uh, Farmers are very upset with that. And, uh, you know, uh, I I was saying before, this push to create a global government could create a political climate leading to a global revolution. And we might be on the edge of that right now. And it's going to be very, very ugly. Um, But if you have investment capital, I would go long on tar and feathers right about now. Getting into the economy, uh, countless Americans plunge into despair as hunger spreads like wildfire all across America. And it's the high cost of food, uh, the ending of pandemic uh, assistance, um, supply chain problems, uh, all these uh, food companies uh, that have uh, burned down. And uh, uh, the Washington Post sent a reporter named Tim Quaid to Kentucky where he saw people waiting in a line one mile long just to get some free food. And I want to follow up by reminding everybody that starvation was a major cause of the French Revolution. So, Meanwhile, uh, another little article, this is from Daily Mail, are sanctions really wrecking life in Russia? And what they're pointing out is, you know, British supermarkets are rationing eggs and vegetables. Uh, and uh, uh, meanwhile, in Russia, shelves, you know, are groaning under piles of fresh food. The sanctions have not worked. There are no hardships affecting Russia's citizens. The, all these sanctions and the blowing up of the Nord Stream uh, pipeline have backfired. They've harmed Europe and the West more than they harmed the designated enemy of the day. Now, we're looking at a downturn. That, you know, the stock market uh, didn't do as bad today as it did yesterday. But Janet Yellen is now out there saying that assets might lose value because of climate change. It's not because of poor management by the government, not because of uh, greed by the bankers and the corporations, you know, not because of you know, the inherently unstable nature of private central banking. No, it's climate change is the cause of the poverty that you are going to be enduring in the near future. And uh, <clears throat> you know, Janet Yellen's nose is growing. Uh, now, Amazon is going to close all their remaining stores in San Francisco. And uh, actually, the tech sector across the Bay Area uh, is announcing mass layoffs in the tens of thousands. 
That includes Twitter, Peloton, Facebook parent company Meta, Lyft, Open Door, Chime, Stripe, Intel, Microsoft, and uh, many others. Uh, in January, Salesforce cut 10% of its staff or 7,000 jobs. And uh, so it, it's, it, it's really a terrible situation up there. And as far as Amazon stores, you know, one of the reasons they may be closing is San Francisco has become an open city for crime and drug abuse. Uh, you know, the feces on the street. It's a terrible, terrible situation. And I remember San Francisco, even just a short time ago uh, that I was working on uh, the day after tomorrow. And I thought San Francisco was pretty cool. And uh, the company that hired me for day after tomorrow, if they'd offered me a job, I probably would have said, yeah, we're going to leave Hawaii and go to San Francisco. Obviously glad I did not because the place is an absolute, absolute mess. So the big tech crash is accelerating in 2023. Billions are being lost on artificial intelligence, and uh, the technology has lost its luster in the eyes of the investors. All right, we're going to be taking a break for commercials here, and we'll be back with more news after these few words. My name is Don Wiskin, and at 42 years old, I suffered a massive heart attack, lost 35% of my heart to damaged tissue, and was supposed to spend the rest of my life on disability. What did I do? I took Extendivite, a garlic and cayenne mix of seven herbs which rebuilt my heart and gave me back my life. For over 17 years now, I have made this formula available to you so you don't have to suffer the same thing I did. Clean your blocked arteries and strengthen your heart and boost your natural immune system. I'm 60 years old now and I still work every day. To get your Extendivite, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extendivite is only $69.95 for a two-month supply of either capsules or liquid. Extend your life with Extendovite. Tune in Saturday mornings, 8 to 10 Central, to the Alternative Media with your host, Farron. If you've not been listening, this is some of what you've been missing. 2,000 mules, like you like you like to say occasionally, Farron, in your face. They, they, they might have a, a set of lactating mammaries available that could provide milk for their adopted children. Implicit news media all pulling off this gigantic fraud. Rhino neocon cups. There's this wonderful thing that's called Vote With Your Feet. Move to California. I am a conspiracy factualist and everyone else is a reality theorist. Hundreds, if not thousands, of ships came out of nowhere. Give me liberty or let's give you death. Any excuse to go in and kill yourself for this 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 fraud of a government. This goes back a hundred years. When they come for your gold, give them a lead. And when they come for your guns, give them the bullets first. And God help us all. Hi, Tom Bolton for Ease Off. I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 Carcass Drop and Lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation. But today I want to spotlight four of our new products. First, our right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next, our beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. We are living in dangerous days. And I am frightened by what you say. 
Welcome back to our show here. We're talking about the economy. And as we mentioned before, there are massive protests going on in France over the pension reform where the government wants to raise the uh, retirement age and people would work longer. Uh, and this uh, has not gone over very well with the uh, people of uh, France who have been working and paying into the pension fund uh, with the expectation that they would be allowed to retire uh, at the younger age. And uh, this has really grown, and uh, they were promising uh, to bring the country to a standstill, and it looks like they may have done just that. Uh, and there are now clashes with police in uh, Paris, and uh, more rallies and more strikes are taking place, uh, and uh, the police are resorting to some very brutal tactics, including tear gas, uh, to try and convince the French people to just go back home and uh, let Louis the Sixteenth uh, take care of everything. He'll be just fine. Meanwhile, over in Britain, uh, the labor market showed further signs of cooling as permanent job placements fell for the fifth month in a row in February and pay growth slowed down, reflecting employers' concerns about the economy. And, uh, yeah, I can understand that. Uh, if the economy is going down, you know, people won't have money to buy whatever it is that you are selling. That may also be the reason for all the damage in the tech sector. Tech is fun. I, you know, tech is a lot of fun. I love my iWatch and my iPhone and everything. But if you don't have the money to buy those things, if the people can't buy those things, then you're, you're investing in a losing proposition here. So <clears throat> anyway, over in Germany... Their warning of large-scale job losses due to the high cost of electricity, which is tied in directly with the high cost of uh, oil and gas, which Germany is now being forced to import from the West, mostly the United States, at prices much higher than they were paying to Russia. And uh, so that uh, Germany is really suffering because of the Nord Stream 2 pipeline destruction as well. Meanwhile, interesting little story from Orianda News, uh, basically commenting on the fact that the Russian economy, despite all the sanctions from the West, is doing better than expected. Okay? And uh, the IMF uh, in April of last year predicted a drop in Russia's gross domestic product by 18.5%, but it actually shrank by less than 2.5%. And uh, basically, according... Uh, to uh, this report, Russia has uh, shown great resilience and the West is very unhappy with the fact that the Russian economy is far from collapse. And uh, a lot of experts are saying that the Russian economy is likely to grow this year. Okay. <clears throat> uh, getting into immigration, the U.S. is now moving border agents to the Canadian border uh, because uh, illegal immigrants are now realizing that they can fly up to or take a bus up to, or well, it would have to be fly up to, Mex to Canada and get across the border there. Who is paying for all this? I would like to know, as a matter of fact here. And uh, <clears throat> over in Seattle, uh, a woke Seattle official uh, is saying it's good that people are smoking fentanyl in public because it means if they overdose, there's somebody nearby uh, to help them out. And a local bus driver uh, is in the hospital from secondhand fentanyl exposure. Okay, there's the music. It's time to take a break for station identification. We're going to open up the phone lines, 512-248-8252. We've already got callers on the line, and we will be right back. Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. 
Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on Long-Term Food Storage in the rotating sponsors' banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.